much for joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why? I am joined by the fabulous Amanda Had. She is the Vice President of Client Development at Secure Insight. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. You know, not many, wait, I'm going to start over again. Take two. And it is Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. I am joined today by the fabulous Amanda Pad. She is the Vice President of Client Development at Secure Insight. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, the majority of us came into our industry by accident, but we stay in our industry because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So Amanda, at this time, I would love to hear, what is your why? So Laura, thank you so much for having me today. I am super excited to be here. And um, it's actually funny that you you say, you know, we're stuck to um, this industry, you know, we're here for a reason, some leave, some come. So I think that um, our little chat today will kind of intertwine to that kind of um, that field of that, that motion of how my career is actually going. Um, and my, what's my why you ask? Okay. So my why is just to be the best version of myself professionally and personally, um, whether it's to my kids or with my husband as an employee for my company, or even a peer within the mortgage industry, I want everyone to know that I gave it my all. I also want to have control of every situation in all aspects of my life. And I want one others to, to know that it's all learning process and I'm definitely not perfect by any means. Um, but I am driven, I am assertive, and I want to remain kind, but also powerful at the same time. I love that. And, and, you know, I can remember we are part of the New Jersey MBA women's committee and that's how we, we know each other. And, you know, I remember at one of our sessions, you know, you spoke about how you were referred by a certain word, where that word could be negative. And, and believe me, for everyone listening to this, it's not as bad of a word as you would think, but I'm not going to say what the word is. <laughs> but sometimes we are referred, when you use that word powerful, right? Being confident or being powerful, whatever word you want to say. Be, listen, you can take that to another extreme, leader, right? That's, you have a different mindset when you hear the word leader. So, you know, when you say that you want to still be able to be powerful, but yet kind, I want to go a little bit deeper into that. What have you seen just in your life, whether professionally or personally, you know, how do you find that balance between being powerful and being kind? You know, it's hard because people look at us women sometimes as if you're kind, you're too nice. And you know, you might not have the assertiveness to get to the next level of something. And um, I think that you can be kind by powerful, but persuasive and kind of just hold your case and, and say what you have to say and, and be confident in what you're trying to get across. I agree. I love that. And that kind of leads us to our next question. So, you know, our industry, like we said, there's, there's those that are the veterans that'll be in it forever. And then there's others that come in and say, wait a minute, 
this isn't the right fit for me. So I'd like to know, what would be your advice for someone that's newer to our industry? You know, what, would, what do you think they need to have in order to really be successful within our industry? Well, like you mentioned earlier, some people come in the industry by accident and some want to be here and, you know, what, and, you know, it's not for them or it might be for them. Um, but what I have learned um, from coming uh, from a family with a mortgage industry background is that you cannot predict what is going to happen one, two, three, four years from now. Um, you have to go into this industry comfortable with the fact that things will never stay consistent for more than a short period of time. And I hate to say this, but you have to have some type of cushion in case the industry is not going the way you would hope it would to, to go. I mean, look at COVID and, and the pandemic and everybody um, saw more than 20% growth in volume. And now they don't even know what happened and they have to understand, you know, interest rates before all this were normally 5%. So people going from a two, 3% interest rate to a 5%, they're like, you know, everybody's like running rampant, like what's going on? So you just have to understand that there's going to be some highs and some lows. It'll be really high highs and some really low lows, but there's a lot of opportunity and you can learn from every experience or every person you meet. So in a time like this where volume might not be high, maybe it's time to take some further education or take time, this extra time to network or search LinkedIn for seminars or classes where you can learn where it's free, where you don't have to spend the money to learn more or educate yourself. So there's a lot to do in this industry and you, you got to keep up because it's never going to be consistent, but it's possible if you want to create opportunity for yourself. That is such a good point. And, and, you know, as humans, I, I almost laugh sometimes because it's like whatever's going on, we think that that's going to last forever, whether it's at the high or whether it's at the low. It's like our brains are just like, ah, that's it. That's it. It's over. This is the way it's going to be. But we know, we know, like if you come from a family of, of mortgage people, you know that it's just cycles and you mm -hmm. have to just know that again, I love your cushion point because you should always have a cushion in our industry. You can't guarantee anything of, of how it's going to be tomorrow or, or any of that. But in addition to that, what you said, I noticed that sometimes when things get more challenging, people kind of step back instead of leaning in. They get a little more quiet. They get a little smaller. They stop with the networking. They stop with going out and trying to um, get education or learn new programs or make those connections. And you're correct, Amanda. That is great advice that now is the time to build those relationships. Now is the time to learn those new products. Now is the time to fine tune your technology. All of those things you should be doing at this moment. Because like you said, no cycle ever lasts forever. It's just mm -hmm. a period of time. And so be prepared because right around the corner is going to be another cycle. So don't think it's going to stay whatever way it is today. I promise you in a few months, it'll be something else, whether whatever direction it's going. So love that. Okay, mm -hmm. so you've come from an industry of, of mortgage. You've come into this. You love what you're doing. You're going deeper every single day. You're learning from the challenges and you're learning from the celebrations. 
So I'd like to hear what we started with your why, now go all the way through. What do you want to be known for? What do you want to leave behind in our industry and, and on this earth? What impact do you hope to make? So I would like my legacy to be that I want to be that woman that everyone wants to know more about, right? Um, I want to leave people always interested in what I might be doing next. Um, I want to be known as a savage, but assertive, but not in a negative way. People hear that word savage, you're like, hmm. I'm like, no, but I want to be known as a savage or assertive for my accomplishments and my goals. But like I said, also kind and approachable to others, you know, others that might want to, to hear more or get educated from what I have to say and, and others that want to learn more. So I want to be a bunch of things, but I want it to be balanced and mixed and all obey. I love that. And you know, you, you were just reminding me of something because you were picking particular words. There is a book, a great, a great book by a, a fabulous woman. And she speaks about how, how you're seen is your reality, regardless of, regardless of what you think you're being seen as, how other people perceive you is the reality. And she says that you should have three words and all of us should pick three words that describe us. And the thing is, is don't just pick the words. Every single thing that we do needs to tie back to those three words because we want other people to describe us with those three words instead of us saying them. So as you were speaking, I was kind of thinking that you've decided how you want to be seen in the world and you are making decisions about yourself to tie into those three words so that that way the whole entire world sees you that way. So keep doing that. That is your legacy. That is how the world will perceive you. All right, Amanda, you are fabulous. We thank you so much for sharing your why with all of us. Keep shining brightly and keep making a difference in this world. And we appreciate you. Thanks, Laura, for having me.